1900, and Galveston was one of the fastest growing cities in the United States. It was a very important hub of immigration, banking, and trade, operating the biggest cotton port in the country. Back then, Galveston was one of the wealthiest cities in Texas. Galvestonians were proud of their city. They had an opera house. Their architecture made their streets look beautiful with the grand Victorian homes, restaurants, and hotels. People loved the idea of moving to this amazing city, and their population grew fast to, to 40,000 people. Galveston was the New York of the South, with oriented businesses in a downtown section called The Strand, which was considered the Wall Street of the Southwest. It was a dream city. Its position on the natural harbor of Galveston Bay along the Gulf of Mexico made it the center of trade in Texas and one of the busiest ports in the country. But the biggest problem was that it was physically vulnerable. Galveston was built on a low, flat island that was only 8.7 feet above sea level. Residents proposed the construction of a seawall to protect their city, but their concerns were dismissed by the majority of the population and the city's government. Since the city had numerous storms and the city survived to all, so residents believed any future storms would be no worse. In 1891, the Galveston Weather Bureau director Isaac Klein wrote an article in the Galveston Daily News saying the seawall was not needed to protect the city and that it would be impossible for a hurricane of significant strength to strike the island. The seawall was not built. The island development increased its vulnerability to storms. Sand dunes along the shore were cut down to fill low areas in the city, removing what little barrier there was to the Gulf of Mexico. But one day, everything changed. The city of Galveston was hit by a Category 4 hurricane known as the Great Storm, the deadliest natural disaster in the history of the United States. On September 8th, the tide began to grow, but some people thought it was a normal and high tide and it was going to go away. Residents were enjoying the rain and continued normal activities. The only person concerned about the situation was Joseph Klein, Isaac's brother, who advised him about the storm, but was not unlike any other, but Isaac didn't listen. On September 9th, miles away from the Galveston shore, the hurricane became a Category 4, and around noon, the city had winds of 40 to 50 miles per hour. By 12.30, the storm surge and tides began flooding the street. Streetcars were not able to move, and homes started to collapse. People were in fear and didn't know what to do. By 2.30 in the afternoon, Isaac Klein realized it was not a regular storm. He sent a telegram to Washington, but it was too late. There was no access to the city, and residents were trapped. Houses keep collapsing, and winds went up to 140 miles per hour. Bridges are gone. By 6 p.m., water rose 4 feet in 4 seconds. Galveston was washed away. Thousands of people in panic floating in pieces of furniture and drowning in the salty water full of debris. 
Finally, around midnight, the rain stops and at 3 a.m., the water begins to go back to the ocean. The next day, the sun came out, but the city was gone and approximately 8,000 were dead. As a result of the hurricane, a seawall was built and the city of Galveston was rebuilt. The Great Storm is considered the deadliest natural disaster in the story of the nation. Thank you for listening to your favorite podcast. Have a great day. I'm Sergio Galicia, your host. Until next week.